He's not going to hurt you. The children were with me. We stocked up on drinking water while we were there and drove back to the res around noon. Okay, and uh, the old woman was with you? No. Why? I'd like to talk to her. No, she's afraid of the FBI's. Look, I have reason to believe that a murder was committed on your property. Now, I'm sure if you just explain to her that we're here as a service to the community, she'll cooperate. She doesn't talk to us, he choose. But then you're Indian. That's correct. Oh, what nation? The United States. <laughs> I'm a Sioux. Where do you get your blood from? I, uh... Who's your father? Look, this really doesn't matter, does it? Grandma's very, very traditional. I don't think she'll understand. I'm very traditional, too. Why don't you bring her out? She can explain to me about shape-shifting, and I'll explain to her about the airplane. Well, you're from the reservation. Perhaps you asshole. A material witness I'm from Minneapolis. Or, uh, I spent four years at Dartmouth before I came back to the reservation. Evidence. I know my rights, and I know your world. Grandma's not coming out unless you've got a warrant, and you're trespassing on my property, so hit the road, chief. Welcome back to another episode of THR Presents Stream Themes. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Oh, man. I'm good. Just a little under the weather, but uh, I'm here for you guys. Yeah, we kind of took a little hiatus. A lot, a lot of stuff was going on. I was uh, traveling around the country and uh, did an awesome show at the Shrine in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go over to... Um, Oh, excuse me. It's getting his uh, podcast network on Podbean and listen to the latest uh, MacNest podcast. Uh, shout out to Okie Podcast and Toke Signals. And who, man, I forgot the other, the other guy's names. Um, they they also have a show. Um, Toke oh, Signals Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh yeah, podcast. All right. I thought it was podcast. I just now noticed that. Um with all due respect, podcast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them. They're the ones that uh put it all on and man, we had a blast. If you guys already listened to that episode, man, we were all over the fucking place <laughs> on that thing, but uh it was fun, man. We we had a really good time. We had about a 45 minute slot and I was like, are we? What are we doing? I mean, we just turned on the mics and went. <laughs> so, uh, brought up the action returns. So, uh, well, that's kind of started off the whole thing. But nice. other, other than that, we are doing good. But uh, before we dive into anything else, one more thing: quick little uh, wrestling returns. Mm. Oh man, uh, the late and great Scott Hall. A.K.A. Razor Ramon, better known as the bad guy. He uh, passed away, was it uh, yesterday? No, two days ago. Yeah, every two days now. Yeah. um, Just his health went into the hospital, get some uh, stuff done, and 
uh, I guess went into a coma and just was on life support and his family decided to turn it off and uh, he had passed. Yeah, he had a he had a rough life, man. If you, if you guys know Scott Hall, mm-hmm. I mean, other than him kicking ass in the ring and doing what he does, um, he was he had some demons he was battling. And there's a lot of videos out there uh, of him, but um, he was who he was, and he was great in the ring. Um, and I, I loved it what what he did, man. And his, his character, especially Razor Ramon. I mean, hey yo and Hey Chico and all yeah. <laughs> with the flicking the toothpick at the camera. <laughs> yeah. The razor's edge. That move that move was brutal. <laughs> so but I mean it was good. I mean my I, the thing that always pops into my head at the when we think of um uh Scott Hall was uh that one WrestleMania when he was uh, taking on Stone Cold. Oh, when he sold the hell out of that stunner. Oh my God! Speaking of Stone Cold, it's three sixteen Stone Cold Day. Have a beer for Stone Cold. Um, yeah, man, it looked like he just springboard. Uh, it, it, that was amazing. <laughs> I watched those those clips and uh, who sold it best, and uh, the the one I was watching that one was number two. Rock was. Um, Oh, Rock always sold it the best. He does that little roll and then that little hop in the air. <laughs> yeah. But that that one, uh, I threw a clip on, on Instagram. <laughs> it's, just, it's just amazing, man. He sold it so good and just sprung back into the air like he was on a trampoline. But, yeah. Um, so with that, I mean, Scott Hall, rest in peace and uh, love to uh, his family out there. But uh, Big E. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh man, that. W- Did you see it? Did you? Yeah, watch it? it was. It was. It was an accident. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Not, I, I can't. It can't be. It wasn't like on purpose. It was just a belly to belly suplex, and he came down right on his head. Uh, yeah. You saw it. I was like, ah, oh, he's all right. He's he's in good spirits. I, I think he's still in the hospital, but he's he's all right. But yeah, um, they said his. It, there's a possibility his career might be done. Um, I we talked about this on on the latest East Society. Um, I mean, a lot a lot of people have had neck injuries before, mm-hmm. and they've they've come back. Edge being one of them. Lita, um, uh, Daniel Bryan, aka Bryan Danielson, um, and many others. Uh. He might be he might be gone for a while. I mean, which I mean, good. I mean, just take care of yourself and get back in in into shape and everything. So maybe down the line he'll come back. But I did like what he said. If you watched his video on Instagram that he made, the doctor said that it not it it broke, but it didn't really do it didn't do no spinal damage. It didn't tear any ligaments and something else. He said. Yeah, it was fractured, but the the vertebrae weren't. What was the word he used? Displaced. Yeah. So. So no surgery. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess if you want to break your neck that way, that's the way to do it. But I mean, shit of shit probably still hurt. It looked. Who threw him? Um. Uh, Ridge Holland. Yeah. Oh my God, that oh. uh, that made my neck hurt. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of talk. Why would 
they let an inexperienced wrestler try to pull that maneuver off. But from what what I understand, it it was an accident, and uh, they said Ridge he did go to the hospital to check on him, and you know it's just one of them things that happens. Yeah, I mean they probably practiced it and figured they had it down, but accidents happen, so nothing. Can we uh, talk about uh, the the other thing that happened during that match, which was. How WWE keeps fucking changing <laughs> people's names. <laughs> Pete Dunn is he's Pete Dunn. He's not Butch. Not anymore. Man. <laughs> and you come up and that's what happens. <laughs> you, they need to change your name or they take away your first name. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised he just wasn't done. Yeah. I would have been all right with that Butch. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> all of a sad. sudden he's a he's a hooligan. He's yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. Seems, I mean, I love the way NXT is going, but oh uh, yeah, I love me some Nikita Lions. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, I love Dolph Ziggler. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but he's did they need him to go down and uh, show off? I guess. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like how I like I like that they gave uh, what's his name Braun Breaker. They gave him the title, but yeah. I didn't like they sent a main roster guy down to take his belt from him. Yeah, I was kind of like really. Well, all right, I, I I'm digging this new NXT brand, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, WrestleMania's uh, next. Um, uh, I was down in Dallas, and uh, they are hyping it up already. Um, you know which night you're going? I don't know yet. I'm trying to get a hold of one of my friends to see because he's going both days. But I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, I want to see that leader match. I want to see Edge. I want to see uh, what's his face. Is it Logan Paul or the other one? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it's Logan. <laughs> I do want to see that one. I mean, just, <laughs> of course, I would have boom him in the Miz. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Hey, man, get your money. Uh, that's the number one. Yeah, <laughs> true. But in other wrestling news, uh, Jeff, brother Nero, Hardy is all elite. Yeah, we the, knew that. We knew that was happening. Yeah, the the worst kept secret in the business. <laughs> We knew that was happening. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it, which was awesome, though. Uh, I assume they own that music? I think so. All right, because, yeah, when that hit, I was, uh, we knew it was coming, but I thought it was going to be one of those uh, songs that uh, Jeff wrote uh, Mm -hmm. when he was in TNA and all that, but no. Did you, uh, sorry, did you see uh, tonight's uh, Dynamite? Okay, okay. So I was like, oh, but I, I, I knew he was coming. I was just sitting there, fingers crossed, <laughs> and the music hit. I was like, oh, yeah, my God. Definitely watch Dynamite and uh, Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa. Awesome match for the main event. Yeah, so uh, I wish they would, oh, excuse me, bring that out west, man. It's. I think they, I want to say they just announced that they're going to, they're coming to California. I hope so, man. I'd like to go, man. 
So it's always way out there. So, but I don't know. We'll see. But um, I know the Hall of Fame is like a twofer. They're doing the inductees, and then right after that is SmackDown. I mean, that'd be awesome to go to, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll let you guys know yeah. uh, what day I'm going. I'm go, just, go both nights, man. Okay. I, I do. I want to, but blow a ton of money <laughs> if I go two nights. Because that last time I went in there, man, I bought hella shirts outside. And then when I went inside, I bought more. <laughs> so I was like, damn, I, I was ready to buy. I'm, I'm bringing a sweatshirt or at least a long sleeve shirt and just uh, hold it until I get inside to buy one of those bags. Because they, 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 they wouldn't let you in with a bag for shit. Same thing when we went to SummerSlam. Hmm. I had to buy one of those SummerSlam bags to put in all of this shit that I bought, but I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely bringing a long sleeve shirt because if you guys have been in the Cowboy Stadium, man, that AC was pumping and it was cold. <laughs> so, ah, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, what day it is. But all right, on to uh, our main event here. We're going back to 1992 for. The mystery western, I don't know, more of a mystery thriller, yeah. drama type of film. I don't know who comes up with these things. But uh, 1992's Thunderheart. There's been a homicide on Indian land. He's an FBI agent. What's my cover? Sent to solve a murder. No cover. You're going in there as who you are, an American Indian federal officer. But now, drop the question, stick to the assignment, okay? He must follow his heart. You gotta listen to the trees, Hoss. To find the truth. The owl is a messenger. It means somebody's gonna die. Thunderheart, Reddit R. Now playing at a theater near you. Go over to Google. When a series of murders stuns a small Native American reservation, the FBI sends an agent Ray Lavoie, a.k.a. Ray Little Weasel, the, to investigate while Ray is relatively inexperienced, he he is one quarter Sioux. Was he a quarter? I don't know. Oh, and the no. FBI. Did they say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and the FBI. And if they did, I, I don't remember. Cause I do remember that one guy reading uh, something uh, about it in the beginning. But uh, the FBI hopes that. Uh, will make it easier for them to gather information from the locals. While the reservation police officer views the agent as an outsider, the tribal elder uh, believes him to be the reincarnated spirit of Thunderheart, a Native American hero. Okay, came out April 3rd, 1992. This is directed by Michael Apted. I have no idea. Uh, what else he has directed? Um, shoot on over to IM, or IMDb. A young mixed blood FBI agent is assigned to work with a cynical veteran investigator on the murder on a poverty stricken Sioux reservation. Okay. Uh, stars um, Batman, uh, Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Shepard. Uh, the great Graham Greene, Rima Williams, Fred Ward. We're going to have to do that at some point. Uh, Fred Thompson plays the same character in every movie he's in. Uh, Sheila Towsey, I think that's her name. Uh, the Chief Ted Thin Elk, uh, John Trudell, uh, rest in peace. 
um, Julius Drum, and a bunch of other people. All right, Brian Thunderheart. When did you first see this one? Uh, this was had to have been close to when it came out. Uh, this was on cable all the time, and every time it came on, I would watch it. This movie is awesome. Great performances all the way through. There's a lot of quotable stuff in here. Graham Greene is fucking awesome. Uh, there, there's stuff that's said in here that that sticks with you. If it doesn't, then I, I don't know what's going on with you for not not you know really tapping into what's being said. One of the lines I wrote down right here that that always stuck with me is, um, "Damn, where the fuck did it go?" Uh, Jimmy looks twice when he says, sometimes they have to kill you. They have to kill you because they they can never break you. That's some yeah. deep shit right there. Yeah, I mean, John Trudell, um, rest in peace, he he was really, really huge in um, uh, the indigenous communities uh, throughout the Americas and I'm sure uh, out the world. He was a musician, uh, spoken word. He, he did a lot of... Um, uh, speaking engagements, and he 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 was down for the cause, man. He he knew what he was talking about. Uh, you so, feel it. You feel it in the performance. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know who John Trudell is, just just look him up and and listen to what he has to say. But yeah, I thought he played a good um, good role in his uh, Jimmy looks twice. And yeah, man, that's to the character he he portrayed in this film. That was him in real life. So that's what I really loved. Um, going to the poster really quick. Thunderheart, a modern mystery in an ancient land. Uh, a nation within a nation, a secret within a man. He came to investigate a murder and uncovered a mystery within himself. Yeah, pretty much uh, sums the whole thing up. But um, with this film, we had seen it, I think, the week before it came out. They were having a um, special screening for it in San Francisco. We had no idea what it was. We just, hey, they're showing this movie. You guys want to go see it? And so within the, our native community in the Bay Area, we said, yeah, let's, so me and my wife, me and my wife and one of our buddies, and I believe my mother-in-law, we all went and seen it. Um, I, I didn't even look at the posters or, or anything when we were walking in to see who was in it. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, another movie, another native movie that made it to the to the big screen. So the movie started, and I was blown away by this film. This is uh, streaming on Stars uh, for those of you that have it. And I, I I left. I came out of the theater like when we were talking about Clear Cut. I came out charged. <laughs> I was like, damn, that was hella good. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you're new to this show, I am Native American. I am from. Uh, I represent. Uh, the Navajo Nation in Arizona. That's where my parents are from, and all my family is down there. But I'm straight out of East Oakland, represent. Um, people get mad at me when I say that, but that's where I grew up, and that's where I was born. Uh, I do go back to the res when I can. Um, but, um, yeah, this this movie, I mean, it was all too truthful to it. I mean, some people are like, oh, it's just a movie. It's just made up. Nah. This was based on, on on true events, and this is based off stuff that's still going on today within reservations uh, throughout the, the United States. I mean, there's a lot of just under hush hush, um, don't talk about it. And and what Jimmy said in this too, I mean, he was like when 
when they were talking about it, because the the guy in the beginning of the film, uh, Leo Fastelk, he basically gets murdered. He just gets his back blown out by, mm-hmm. by a machine gun. Because uh, we see him running, and then just doo, 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 and then you just see chunks of him, and then he goes falling into the water. But um, this it was they were investigating a murder mystery. That's when the FBI was uh, called out there. And uh, Val Kilmer, um, he was good as Ray Lavoy, aka Thunderheart, in this, and he was he was not clueless. But he he was an FBI agent. But the reason they had sent him there is because they found out that he had some uh, some native blood in him, and he knew it as well. But he didn't he didn't claim it. And th- mm. there's a lot of people out there. Some of my friends uh, as well. Um, when they were younger, I mean, I remember them like not even wanting to be uh, native. Yeah. Now I, I I know people like that because me being from Alaska, you know, the native Alaskans up here, there's there's quite a few that I grew up with that didn't claim that that side of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's just how people are. I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone. Me, I've been proud uh, since I was a kid, but there was those times where um I didn't want to be native for how I was being treated um, with all the stereotypical bullshit mm-hmm. that people throw at you that they see in movies and TV and cartoons and, and stuff like that. I just got tired of it for a minute, but I never did ever like say like out loud other than when I was older that I didn't want to be native because I was, I was a little kid when all this was going on. I mean, when I, when I got older, when I was a teenager, I mean, after I was, I was loud and proud. Got in trouble for it too. But um, yeah, they sent him in, thinking that, oh well, you're you're native. This is a this is your land. Um, so go out there, and uh, people will talk to you. But yeah, that's how how the how white people see it. Not all of them, but that's how they they portrayed it. I mean, Fred Thompson, he played uh, William. Dows, I think that was his name. That guy was an asshole. Oh, man, he was an asshole. In the, what was that movie? In the line of fire. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but he told him, he goes, we're, we're we're sending we're sending out a uh, a federal agent, a Native American federal federal agent, uh, to investigate a murder out there." And also, he had to to meet up with um, Sam Shepard, uh, his character Frank Cattell. Sam Shepard's a good actor. He can play cool or you can be the asshole that he was in this film uh so they send him out there to find out uh what's going on just to uh they got the murder jimmy looks twice uh no i'm sorry not jimmy looks twice um the leo fast elk uh he was the one that was murdered in the very beginning so they, they send him out there to investigate that murder uh, they already have suspects and and they the, the person they're really looking for was John Trudell's character, Jimmy Looks Twice. They're pretty much saying that he was the one that did it, and that's why uh, we need to go out there and find him and bring him to justice. So, I mean, that's what, as far as what Ray Lavoie knew, that's why he was going out there. But when he got out there, he found out that there was more to the story. Uh, The people that he was working for were basically lying on why they were there. Because then, because when he also hooked hooks up with um, 
Graham Greene's character, Walter Crowhorse, he's he, he knows what's going on, as well as uh, Maggie Eaglebear, uh, Sheila's Tosi, I think that's Tosi, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew what was going on there, as well as Jimmy um, and Leo Fastelk. They all knew what was going on on the reservation. Uh, Fred Ward, uh, he played Jack Milton. He was um, a half-breed. He was uh, half white and half native uh, Sioux, and he was uh, the tribal chairman. This is the shit that made me mad because I know some people like this. Yes, they live on the res. Yes, they they represent the res. But what Fred or uh, what Jack Milton was doing, the tribal chairman, this is. <laughs> There's a lot of crooked tribal chairmen, even uh, tribal uh, people on the council, not just on uh, my res or where I'm living. I mean, throughout uh, the Americas, there's plenty of crooked tribals people. Anyway, um, he was he basically had his uh, they called them goons. Uh, they, were, they were the guardians of the Oglala nation out there and goons was for short he was running that and they basically said just a bunch of half breeds thinking uh they can uh rule the res and jimmy looks twice and maggie eagle bell bear and all leo fast elk and uh walter crowhorse and everyone else they were all the traditionals i mean traditional ways traditional traditional medicine basically they were the real um, people of the land that wanted yeah. to to stick to the traditional ways. I am mm-hmm. all about tradition. That that's how I was raised. That's how I raised my kids and my grandsons. Yeah, it's an, important to uphold your heritage. Yeah, I mean, if you don't if you don't learn it, you don't know it. It it disappears. I know a lot of people. A lot of my friends that I grew up with in the city only know the city. Only know Oakland. Only know the Bay Area. They know what tribe they are. But they've never been to where their people are from. I mean, they're like me. I'm I'm Oakland. I'm San Francisco. I'm I'm behind you. I'm 100. But I know where my family's from. I know where my my grandparents on my father and my mother's side. I know where they're from. I know what um, clan I am. I know what clan my father is, uh, as well as my mother. I know all that. Um, as far as language, uh, I can say some things. I can understand it more than I can speak it. Uh, my, um, um, excuse me. <clears throat> um, uh, my uh, mother, or my uh, my father's mother, my uh, Chanela, She um she couldn't speak English. She could speak English a little bit, but uh, enough to when we were younger to communicate with us. She can write it and everything. But she pre- predominantly spoke Navajo. She spoke the the, the the Navajo language is what she spoke. And my grandfather, uh, he, he spoke English as well, but he, they all knew the language as well as my parents did. So that's how we were able to communicate with her. She would broken English and a lot of Navajo words in there. And she said it so much to where we knew uh, what she was saying. So, but I mean, it's good to, if you are Native, any of you Native listeners out there, um, be in America or in Canada or or 
just spread out to all over the world. Um, if, if you if you guys know your heritage and your in your, your language and everything, cool, right on, party. But there's some people that just don't want to learn it, don't want to know it. Um, it's sad, but like I said, some of my friends were like that. But what Jack Mellon and those guys are doing, they just wanted to just be corrupt because they were saying that, yeah, this guy, he gets kickbacks uh, from the government and everything because there was a lot of stuff that was going on on the res that um, was like hush-hush. But in, in the end, in the story, it felt like Jack Melton, he was probably getting told some things, but he wasn't getting told everything because at the very end of the film, you could see him coming around. Like mm-hmm. He was like, wait a minute. But uh, he is who he is and everything because... I mean, it, it, it was it was really making me mad because there was a scene where um, the Jack Melton and his goons, they had like roadblocks on the res and they were stopping everybody. And it was like a family with a grandma and they were just throwing all their stuff out. I mean, these are guys with guns yeah. just throwing all their stuff out. I mean, it's like. Other than they were looking for someone, they were looking for Jimmy Looks twice, but you don't need to dig through all their stuff. In the yeah, I mean, he, he he's not hiding in a suitcase, you know. Yeah, you dump all their belongings out on the road, you know. It, it, it's ridiculous. I was like, damn. I mean, but I don't see how um, people like that can be. Oh, we're, we're we're proud. We're proud natives, and this is our land. And then you just treat. Um, everyone else, like they're just they're nobodies, like they're prisoners uh, on their own land. That that's what I didn't like about this. But what uh, the other traditional traditionalists did is, other than just keeping it real, um, they found out what was going on. They 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 knew that the FBI was there uh, for not just a murder. They were they they knew what was going on. Uh, in this behind the shadows, they knew what was going on, and when I say that, there's a lot of stuff going on on reservations today, of just like in this one they were they were mining for uranium, but they were telling everyone, oh, no, we're not doing that, we're not doing that. There's a lot of natural resources all over our country. I mean, as far as me speaking for uh, the, the the what I know uh, on on the res in, in Arizona. Some natural resources there that uh, the government didn't know was there, but then they find out is there, and then now they're trying to get it all back. But no, and then they try to do things and throw things out there for oh, this place is 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 dangerous and it's like not safe. So you guys with this whole hantavirus bullshit that was going on, and there was a lot of people that died from it, and they tried to say oh, it was uh, some some whatever mouse droppings or something down there. That that's what like was going on here. They were saying the shit like shit was going on here, and it, it was just some shady shit. I mean, they they were in there trying to uh, at the very at the very end of the film, um, Ray Lavoie because when he he finds out because people start dying because they know and what John Trudell told or Jimmy Looks twice told him, he was like because uh, um. When Ray Lavoie was talking to him when they were visiting uh, Grandpa, because um, he told him he goes, he goes, you, you can't be here, you got to get out of here, and he was like, he goes, well, why aren't you listening to what the old man is telling you? I know I'm all over the place on the story, but um, he told him he was like, look, he was like, um, 
this is this is this is a this is a power deal. And he, and he he told him he goes look he goes uh, he goes there, there's two ways to live he goes there's there's a way to live with Earth and there's a way not to live with Earth. And he goes we we choose the way of Earth. And I was like fuck yeah. I mean, a lot of people cheered <laughs> during that thing because that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mother Earth is our home. We need to take care of her. But there's a lot of people that don't think that. I mean, they just just look at what's happening within America, and I'm sure other parts of the world as well. I mean, there's a lot of shit that's that's going wrong, and with these earthquakes and everything else, man. I mean, she's getting mad. She's tired of uh, what we're doing to her. I mean, we're ruining the ozone. We're ruining this. We're ruining that. We're dumping oil and. In our water supply, and people just don't don't give a shit. I mean, this to me, a lot of the stuff that goes on on the reds and other parts of the other country, it's about money. I mean, look at look at all these gas prices right now. Somebody's getting rich, and it ain't us. <laughs> so, but, um, and he also told me it was because he was telling me he was like, look, he was like, um, Leo Fast Elk found out what was going on on the res and they killed him. And then, uh, Ray was like, why? And he was telling him, cause Jimmy goes, look, he goes, he goes, he goes, sometimes they have to kill us. And he goes, they have to kill us cause they can't break our spirit. Basically he found out what was going on. So that's why he was killed because they wanted they wanted to shut him up. And that happens. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that go on when things go on, 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 especially on the res, People disappear. There's a lot of murders that just go unsolved. It's basically, eh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's less, they sweep a lot of shit on, under, their, under the rug. Some of you probably don't think so or don't even know about this type of stuff. It's because this type of stuff that happens on the res, they don't, they don't show it on the news. They don't put it in newspapers. It's all just like hush-hush type of shit that happens. I mean, it, that's why I love this movie. It, it was all too true. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as as the government being crooked in this story, um, Ray Lavoie was basically just a pawn in this huge game, in this chess game. Figured that okay, he's native, he'll get he, he'll get him to talk, but no one's gonna talk because even Walter Crowhorse, Graham Greene's character, he's like, look, dude, he goes, yeah, you're FBI, he goes, but nobody's gonna talk to you. You yeah. can't, you can't. That'd be like even even if I went in. There and tried to to find out stuff. No one's gonna talk to me. Yes, I'm native, but I'm not from there. I mean, even if I go to Arizona and try to dig up something, they probably wouldn't talk to me. I mean, I'm not from there. Yes, that's where my family's from, and I'm enrolled in the tribe there. But it's 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 different. I mean, living on the res. I mean, especially down there. I mean, it's. I could say this, yeah, I'm loud and proud and everything, but people, are like, you're not from here. What are you? What are you talking about? Don't ask me why it happens that way, but it does. But yeah, they weren't gonna talk to him. I mean, especially um, some guy, come a white guy, <laughs> saying he's Indian, and then uh, FBI <laughs> to top it off. Yeah, so, and he he wasn't even portraying himself that way. He was still, you know not including that side of him, you know, and definitely not going to talk to him if he not even, you know, believe in him, you know, in his heritage. I mean, what, what I didn't like about, about uh, Val Kilmer's character is he knew about it. Didn't claim it. 
And I kind of got it that he didn't know enough to claim it. Because there's some guys I know that just that when they just found out that they're a drop of whatever tribe and they just try to be super native. Uh, I'm like, ah, those are the ones that piss me off. <laughs> I'm like, be proud. Fine. But don't. Um, they try. <laughs> this is how I'm putting it. This is my opinion. Don't try to be more native than me. <laughs> or, or, or or try to convince me that, that you're this and you're that. If you're whatever tribe, fine, cool. Know, know it, learn it, and be proud. Don't try to sell it to me thinking, oh, I know uh, more than you. And, and this, I'm like, ah. I said this, I think I'm doing clear cut. Don't come to me trying to tell me about my tribe and everything when, when you just found out. That, that you were whatever, <laughs> whatever oh, yeah. tribe. <laughs> man, up, up here, man, there's people that have no interest in knowing their background. But once they find out they can receive benefits for it, if oh, you yeah. a certain percentage, man, just people coming out the woodwork trying to, you know, look up their look up their background and all kinds. Of, it, it's crazy that that's pretty much every tribe as far as here where I live at there's a million people enrolled in this tribe here where I live where my wife's from and not one of those motherfuckers live here I, I can say that I can be mad about it um, I'm more a part of this this tribe here and it's not even this isn't where my people are from this is where my wife's uh, people are from and she's loud and she's proud about it but there's all kinds of people on there. Because when I say that there's crookedness going on and with um, the tribal councils and everything, that that happens everywhere. That's not just here where I'm at or where my family's from in Arizona. That's everywhere. There's always cro- crooked, crooked tribal politics. There's a lot of it going on. So because um, I can say I can talk all the shit I want about what's going on here. I don't have a voice here because they'll go, you're not, you're not enrolled here. You're not a part of this tribe. Who are you? That's why I'm just like, man, fuck it. I just, I look the other way about it, but my wife, she, she can, she has a voice to say, to say stuff. And there's a lot of people that, that are here that are like, you guys have all these people enrolled here, but, and, and, and they, I think it's for the votes really. Cause if I, if I was to read uh, a tribal roster of everyone that's enrolled I guarantee you half of that half of those people don't even live here much less even come here or or even support uh, the the native community here uh, in the town that I live in so I'm again crooked crooked uh, politics <laughs> that's going on here that's how uh, Fred Ward's character Jack Melton again he was a tribal chairman uh, on this res and he was crooked <laughs> so but uh, everyone, all the tradi- traditionalists were were totally against um, uh, the tribal council and everything and what was going on, what they were trying to do uh, to their res down there. Um, but um, them sending out Ray Lavoy, thinking he can talk to people, and no one, no one, no one's gonna talk to you. But um, Ted Thinout, uh, Grandpa Sam. Uh, reaches he was the one because when he saw uh, Ray he looked at him and he knew he he was one of the tribal elders and he was uh, really spiritual 
And cause he, he had told them cause once, um, they start uh, going there when they were driving, th- when they got to the res and they were just driving through, um, if you guys have seen the film and you know when they're driving through the res and everything, because it also says in, in the synopsis here on IMDb that it's um, a poverty-stricken uh, reservation. Not every res is like that, but there is a lot in this country that are. That um, uh, the tribal housing isn't the isn't the greatest, um, uh, and and it's just it's just how 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 they live. I mean, they they live with what they have. And because even because when uh, uh, Val Kilmer's character was looking around, he was like, "What? Where the hell did they send us?" And he's like, "What is this?" Because then uh, uh, Frank Hutel, Sam Shepard, kept going, "Oh, these are your people, man." And Ray Lavoie was like, "These are not my people." But at that point, he didn't really know who he was or anything. He just figured he was an agent trying to solve a murder mystery out on the res. So, but. Yeah, res res laws are different everywhere, but I think once uh, murder and all that uh, gets involved, I think that's when that's when the FBI and all them can come on and try to investigate what was going on. Because here and the res that, that I live in, the sheriff's department can come up here, but the local town police can't. That's, this isn't their jurisdiction. So, but and like in Arizona, where, where my parents are from. That that res is so big, they have their own tribal police force, as well as um, the one in Reno. The, they have their own tribal police because uh, there's the uh, res is all over the place, so they have to deal with a lot. But since we're so small here, small here, that's why uh, the sheriff's department has a jurisdiction uh, on the res. But um, yeah, I guess it must have been a p- small police force. In this film, because Graham Greene was like the only uh, police officer, <laughs> they, uh, best they character show, in the movie. Yeah, they didn't show anybody else in this. But um, that guy, that guy's investigating murders. He's doing traffic stops. He's doing everything. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and I love that scene when he pulled him over, and he was like, "How am I? How was I speeding?" He was like, "I don't need a radar. I listen to the wind. Fifty nine, nail him." I was like, <laughs> best character. <laughs> but uh, well, when they uh, go find uh, Jimmy, this is this is uh, kind of in the beginning. John Trudell's character, uh, they're during it's during a, a sweat lodge ceremony, and then basically the FBI rolls up along. Well, I guess there was tribal police because I remember them showing uh, some. They were in uniforms. Uh, they showed up and they uh, pulled everyone out of it. And then that's when um, uh, old grandpa saw Ray Lavoie and just like looked at him like he knew like he he knew him, but he kind of just didn't really say anything. But they took Jimmy and told him, that, yeah, um, they were going to arrest him. I don't know why they took him to his house, but all right, <laughs> because when they because uh, if they were searching for him and he was the the murder suspect, I don't know why they took him home. But all right. yeah, because he he says because uh, he said don't kick in my door. You guys were already here last week. Yeah, like, but, so why are you there again? Yeah, I mean, like if you're looking for him, he's your number one murder suspect because that's who they that's who they went there for. Uh, let's go. We're just gonna take you home uh, to your house. I, I don't well, know. Why. Well, we wouldn't have got the the coffee can scene. 
Yeah, or that the awesome escape scene. Because <laughs> yeah. when he gets there and they're about to bust into his house, he goes, "Ah, there's a there's a there's a key, there's a house key and a coffee can under under the porch, and there's a hole." So Kutel uh, starts digging in there, and then some badger comes out and bites him in the hand, and then Jimmy kind of pushes him away, and uh, he goes running. But I love this scene because he he's he's got his hands behind it, handcuffed behind his back. He runs, steps up onto an old beat up. Uh, car that's there and jumps and brings he brings his knees up but brings his hands under his legs and everything <laughs> was that was that actually him doing it i don't think so but it hurts me just looking at it I, I couldn't imagine my arms doing that uh, some people could do that man i've mean, seen videos of those guys that can do all those contortionists and everything but i don't know whoever whoever that guy was that was an awesome stunt <laughs> Because then he uh, he runs and he, he gets into his little his little trailer and he's got a shotgun so they he starts blasting uh, back at the cops and everyone just goes and shoots up uh, this little old beat up trailer that he was in. Yeah, apparently uh, they wasn't trying to arrest him at that point. Oh no! Shots they pumped off. Yeah, he didn't even have he didn't have no weapons. They just as soon as he started running, everyone that had a gun started firing. Uh, so. He they kind of corner him into this uh, little old trailer, but then when they run over there, they just basically fill it up with holes. Uh, they run over to it, and then he's gone. So they're like, "Fuck, man, where is he?" But uh, Ray is kind of looking around. He hears a noise, so he spins around. And he sees a deer run off. So he doesn't like shit. He doesn't. He doesn't know what's going on. So they basically are all right. Well, we got. He's he's our number one suspect. He's on the run. We got to find him. So when they start. Uh, asking around uh, on what's going on but this is when they the um, the FBI as well as the the tribal goons start just going through everyone's house they were knocking over outhouses just ransacking everyone's house looking for Jimmy they go to a local school this is the part I didn't get you can go into school and just look look in the closets looking in wherever but these guys come running in not not the FBI but the the goons the and they just start flipping over little desks with uh, in the school. I'm like, really? But I don't know, crooked tribal, <laughs> tribal politics. But uh, they don't they don't find anything there. But this is when we're introduced to, to Maggie Eagle Bear, and uh, she's basically telling like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? This is a school." So they're like, ah, they don't really know. But they do, um, Kutel tells uh, Ray Lavoie, he's like, look, there's a lot of uh, agitators out there. And that's when he tells them about Maggie, Maggie Eagle Bear, and he tells them about um, uh, Richard Yellowhawk. So, because uh, Ray goes out to uh, Maggie Eagle Bear's house, and this is when, because uh, they're saying that, um, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Walter Crowhorse, Graham Greene's character, he starts um, talking to them because they go to the the site where they found um, Leo Fastelk's body out in out in the res. Because when they go there and they look for him, and the body's still laying there, uh, face down in the dirt. And but Frank tells uh, uh, Ray, he goes, "Yeah, um, this is this where they dumped. Or this is where we found him. He, he's dead." Um, they also see a circle in the in the in the ground with an eagle feather in it. And he goes, "Oh, that's the sign of arm, the Abori- Aboriginal rights movement." Basically, it's supposed to be AIM, uh, the American Indian Movement. But 
couldn't call it that because they'd probably have to pay him if they did. Yeah. But so they called him Arm. So he's, uh, they're still like they're still kind of investigating the scene. Uh, this is when Walter Crowhorse shows up, and he kind of goes down there, and he he was gonna take uh, Leo's body, but then that's when they spring into action and throw him on the ground, and they find out he is a tribal cop. So he's telling them. But this part was awesome though, because um, uh, Walter uh, Graham Greene goes, "Oh, this is a your Indian official, yeah." And he goes, uh, yeah, this is um, Ray uh, Little Weasel. <laughs> and then he kind of just like, ah, all right, man, whatever. And he tells him, he goes, you know what? He goes, this is a, a murder scene. This is a FBI. This is a government uh, case. So you need to get lost. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we, we heard you guys are coming. Yeah, the Federal Bureau of Intimidation. Is that what yeah. he called them? Yeah. <laughs> It was like uh, the investigation of a murder on an Indian reservation by the Federal Bureau of Intimidation. <laughs> so, and so like, uh, well, this is a murder scene. Get lost. And uh, he says something. Uh, Walter says something to uh, Ray and uh, in Lakota. I, I don't speak that language, so I don't know what he said. But they, uh, he goes, uh, what? And he goes, Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Oh, <laughs> uh, but because um they because when he got there he told me he goes look he goes Leo's body's been out here too long we gotta take him to ceremony, uh so he can make the journey, and he looks when he says that he looks at Ray and the Ray's like, oh yeah the journey. And I was like what the fuck man <laughs> I was like okay whatever, um but yeah because uh Walter was just fucking with them through the whole movie all of them, I mean but. You can do that, I guess, when you're, when you're tribal police. So they told him to get lost, um, but but they FBI took the body. I guess they sent it to like Rapid City or something like that to do autopsy and all that and everything. But so they find out uh, more. This is this is then they show the whole scene when they're tearing up. Uh, uh, is looking for Jimmy. Uh, they go to Maggie, Maggie Eagle Bear's house because uh, they're saying that. Um, uh, just I guess I think they were just trying to find um, more just people talking but when they go there they see he, uh, Ray sees an, an old lady but then she kind of goes walking off but Maggie Eagle Bear and her crew come showing up and uh, Richard Yellowhawk is with him he's a big guy that's in a wheelchair I like when they roll up on him and he goes well well I need the Washington Redskin <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome, and then she goes running to check on her grandma. And goes she she's all right. She she just startled, and then she goes he goes well because he told her look he goes I have a feeling that there was a murder on your on your on your property here. So she's like she goes no one's she said the same thing like no one's gonna talk to you. And he goes my grandma's scared of uh, wasichus that means white people, and she goes he ain't gonna talk to you. And then she's he's like all right man he's just like all right whatever. Because um, she tells him, because he's like, yeah. He goes, well, I, I just need to talk to her and ask her some questions. She's like, no, she, she won't talk to you. And no one's going to talk to you. And then she goes, but then she goes, oh. She goes, because she starts talking to him. She goes, oh, you're the, 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 the Indian FBI they sent. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, what nation are you? And he went, um, the United States. And she just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> And she she was like, well, grandma ain't can talk to you because she's real traditional. 
but she goes, but then you're Indian. And he goes, he goes, that's correct. And that's when she asked him, well, what nation? And he didn't, he didn't know. <laughs> so she was like, whatever. I liked uh, Richard Yellowhawk. He's sitting there in his wheelchair, just like shaking his head, laughing. Like, what the, <laughs> the fuck is this guy doing here? <laughs> so she's like, he goes like, all right, well, she goes, you, she goes, you know what? You need, you need to get lost. And she, cause he tried to throw in some knowledge on her because he there there was a rap sheet and everything on her that he knew, uh, FBI file. So he was telling her, "Go well, you're this and you're that, and you went to school uh, here and here and there, and you were married and you were raped and just brought up her whole her whole history." And she was like, "She goes, she she goes, I know I know your way, I know your laws, and I know your ways." And he goes, "But." Without a warrant, you you can't you can't ask my grandmother nothing. So uh, hit the road, chief, <laughs> and he held it. <laughs> Basically, just say get the fuck out of here. We ain't telling you anything. So he, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. So he takes off. Um, there was uh, more stuff going on uh, with Frank Hotel. Basically, the whole FBI uh, force was there, and they took over this little uh, CD little roadside motel. Um. Ray's still trying to figure out what's going on, and he's telling Frank that yeah, I spoke to Maggie Eagle Bear, and Frank's like, eh, that's that's nothing. You're you're not gonna get anywhere with her. Because when Ray Ray's there to try to solve this case, but Frank is like just nah, giving him the runaround. Nah, that's mm-hmm. nothing. That's nothing. Don't worry about that. So Ray's kind of like, well, shit, I don't have a case if you guys are everything I'm finding, you guys are telling me no. And so when they're sitting there, somebody comes and shoots at the bar uh, that they're all sitting in, and everybody goes running out and uh, yeah, dropping some extreme racism. Yeah, some of the comments. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I don't, I didn't, I don't even think I even remember that in the movie, but hearing it now, I was like, wow. Um, I'm trying to remember who that guy was. He's a musician. Oh, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the Crosby, Stills, and Nash guys. <laughs> he is uh, David Crosby. That's yeah, <laughs> I was like, they, they, this is the role you took in the movie? He was uh, the bartender, I guess. When they all go running out and uh, we see this car ah, driving away and they're shooting at it. And um, and it's a derogatory term. This is what he said. It's like um, when they're looking at it, he goes, goddamn prairie inward um that's the first time i had heard that in this movie and i never heard it in any other movies until some fucking motherfucker said it to me to my face but ran off i was like you fucking you know there's a white guy too fucking cocksucker um i was pissed it made me laugh because i'm like did this motherfucker just say that to me uh, but then I was, then it hit me, and I was like, "Man, fuck that!" And I, and I ran after him. I'm, I'm not, uh, I can't run no more. My knees are shot. <laughs> I'm all fat. But I was about to get a hold of him out. Fuck that dude up. But anyway, it's another story. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he's Crosby. David Crosby said that. I was like, "Damn, yeah." I mean, I not that big of a fan of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. But yeah, this is the role you're gonna take. But. <laughs> He was fit. There, he was, he was looked there, like it. Was there no other roles or something? <laughs> or maybe he was a friend of uh, whoever that was making this movie. I mean, nothing against him. He was. He just did his part in in, in the role in this film. 
don't know. Kind of, <laughs> kind of said it like he said it before. I don't know. <laughs> so they go uh, walking back uh, to their hotel room. They go, oh, I guess someone uh, doesn't want us here. And uh, the, they painted the, the arm symbol. It was like a circle with a, with a feather in it with red paint. Um, I don't know who did that. I mean, obviously it was someone that did it perfect for the film. But if it was somebody that did it hella fast, it would not look that good. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, they told him uh, Ray starts um, uh, going to just trying to do his investigation. And this is when he gets uh, this is when he gets pulled over by uh, Walter Crowhorse, and uh, he tells him, <laughs> yeah. He pulls up because he pulls him over out in the res on the highway, and then he's like, "Whatever." And he goes, and he's like, "All right, man, I want to see the uh, the radar." And he goes, "I don't need no radar." He goes, "Just listen to the wind." <laughs> and he was like, "What?" He went, "59, nail him," because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a 55 uh, speed zone. And he's like, "Man, whatever." And he goes, "Whoa." And he goes, "Look," he goes, "I was sent here to find you," and um. You got to come see the, uh, one of the elders. So he goes, I don't know why, but he wants to see you. So that's when Ray goes out. And this is when we're, um, this is the second time we see uh, Grandpa Sam, an uh, older gentleman. Uh, and he's just speaking uh, the Lakota language. And Walter Crowhorse is there to, uh, to be the translator. So he's telling him, like, yeah. And he goes, well, come in here. And um, they're sitting there and he starts talking and he's watching Mr. Magoo. And he's telling him, he goes, look, um, he basically told him, he said, look, he goes, Mr. Magoo, he goes, he, he's a, he's like a trickster. He's not to be trusted. And then they're like, all right, whatever. So Ray's like, all right. And he goes, well, he goes, the reason he wants you here is because he, he has seen you. He has seen you before. Like in a vision, he saw that he knew you were coming. So that's why he wanted him to come. And they pulled out um, uh, the pipe. Uh, tobacco pipe, so they were gonna smoke. Cause then he's like, look, he goes, you gotta sit here, and we're gonna smoke the pipe. And he goes, and with the, the with the smoke, and he goes, there's gonna be no uh, no lies between us. So it's just gonna be open conversation. Um, different traditions uh, throughout uh, the country here in America with the the native traditions. So uh, he was telling him, cause he was like, he was Ray wasn't even buying it at first, but then when uh, Grandpa was speaking, and he was telling him, he was looking. He goes, he was, it was a, he was the vision he saw. He goes, we we see this old native man, and we see these uh, little white kids being mean to him. He goes, but there's one that wasn't mean to him. He was just staring at him, and Ray's just looking at him like that. This this is how I took it that he, that was Ray looking at the old Indian guy, while his friends were being mean, uh, saying shit to him. And he, he was just sitting there listening, like, what the fuck? And then, then he was like, all right. But then, then after, that, after that, they left. And then Ray was talking to Walter. Walter was talking to Ray, telling him, like, look. And he goes, this is what's going on here. And he goes, if, you, if you're not going to listen to what old man's saying, he goes, and I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Because at this point, Walter still didn't know why the old, old grandpa wanted to talk to him mm-hmm. or much less see him. But he was like, I, he goes like, I don't know. He goes, but you know, I'm telling you right now, same thing everyone's been saying, and no one's gonna talk to you. So, but old, old grandpa here, he he knows something, but he, Walter didn't know. 
So he starts doing more investigation. And this is when he, he starts uh, talking to Maggie Eagle Bear again. And she's telling him that there's stuff going on here, going on, especially it's uh, dealing with the water. She goes, there's uh, stillborn calves being born. Um, the kids that are drinking the water are getting sick. And she's just trying to figure it out because she was going to take samples down to the university and get them all tested and everything. But he's still trying to put piece uh, things together. And Frank Cutell is right there telling him, no, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. We're looking for Jimmy. We find him and that'll be the end of the case. So as Ray's going throughout this, throughout the whole film, as he's going on, he's meeting all these people and everybody, but he's slowly starting to, uh, he was having visions because Mm -hmm. he was, he would look around and he would see things. And he was like, he, like he saw some ghost dancers on the other side of the river, but he just figured it was, since it was hot out there, he figured it was a hallucination. So, but he was keeping all that to himself. He never, he never really told anybody uh, what was going on. But when he went back to Maggie Eagle Bear's house, Oh no, well, this is really, really quick. Me back a little, uh, when they went to go see, um, the old grandpa, when they were walking in, um, Walter turns to Ray and goes, Hey, did you bring any tobacco? And he's like, what? See, um, Maggie, Eagle back to Maggie Eagle Bear's place to see and to talk to her grandma. He comes, uh, with all kinds of gifts, food, fucking like three or four carts of lucky strikes. Uh, and everything, he comes knocking on the door, and then she opens the Maggie opens the door. She goes, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, "Well, all right." Uh, Grandpa Sam says, "You you come from uh, strong blood, so you can come on in." And Grandma, will we'll talk to you. So he went in there and started interviewing her, and asking her. And he had asked her, "What what what did what did she know?" And she goes, "She heard gunshots, but she didn't know what it was." And it was basically she heard the gunshots that killed um, Leo Fastelk at the beginning of the film, because when he got shot, he fell into into the river, and the river was basically right at in the front yard of uh, Grandma's house. So she was telling him that, and um, uh, while they were sitting there talking, um, she made something for him. It was like a little medicine wheel. She gave it to him. She went, "Here, this this is yours." But um, when they were sitting there talking, you see these trucks just come running up and just start gunning up, basically a drive-by, just gunning up. Mm. This this is what I didn't get. When when they were shooting up the house, it was all of uh, Jack Milton's goons, all those yahoos that were... Uh, this is what my friend was saying. There's all those fucking half-breeds uh, <laughs> in, in the trucks. <laughs> they came and shot up the place. And I was like... All right, I understand who you guys are, and I understand who Maggie is and everything, and you just go up and shoot up houses when when during broad daylight and everyone sees you do it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, oh. <laughs> these, these, are, these are the same guys that are in the school flipping desk over looking yeah. for somebody. So, And I'm pretty damn sure that's not legal. <laughs> yeah. So, But during the, the shootout, uh, one of Maggie Eagle Bear's little kids takes one to the arm. I don't know who that little guy was, man, but he was a good actor because when uh, they they put a little uh, exploding pack in his arm, nah, it looked real. Yeah, it did. Because <laughs> when it when he gets shot and he falls down and he's laying there screaming, ah, 
I was like, weak. Like, so, damn, they shot a kid for this movie. I was <laughs> like, this is too real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that little kid was just an, an awesome actor or, or what. But, so he jumps up and he grabs a kid, uh, kind of wraps something around his arm to, to stop the blood. And then he, Maggie uh, grabs her son. And they I, take I had, a pro- I had a problem with Val because if you go back and watch, he picks the kid up by the arm. He gets shot. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, man. I'm sure this little kid would have been crying all the way, but when they get to the to the little clinic and he goes running in there, that kid isn't even crying at all. He's like just looking around like, hey, what's going on? So they run in there and uh, the the little tribal, it, the, the, we have a whole clinic here where I'm at and it's, it's pretty big. But uh, here in this one, it just seemed like it was one room or two rooms. <laughs> That doctor wasn't shit. Hell no, he wasn't. Man, they come running in. He goes, "We got a kid that's shot." And he goes, well, "He goes, we need a table." He goes, well, I don't got one. And he goes, well, "This is only, this is the only thing we got." So he goes and clears off a desk, puts that kid down, and then he comes, "Come on, get over here!" And he walks over. All right, what's going on? Yeah. What 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 happened? Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> so, uh, the doctor's dealing with the. I think his little kid's name was Homer. Uh, dealing with him, and then uh, Ray looks out the window and he sees uh, the trucks that uh, did the drive-by. So he goes walking out there and fucking just pissed with fucking blood all over his shirt, his white shirt. He walks up. There's uh, some those dudes in the trucks who are sitting there drinking beer. Uh, one's uh, one's sitting in the back uh, up on the on the side of the bed. He grabs that dude and just pulls him off, and that truck was high. He falls straight to his back, and then he just starts beating the shit out of the other dudes uh, in the truck. And then this is when Frank comes <laughs> pulling up and then grabs him. And he goes, what the fuck? And then uh, 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 Frank, uh, Jack Milton was with Frank because he jumps out, runs over to his guys. And he tells Frank, goes, hey, man, you need to put your boy on a leash. And Ray just on you, goes, you need the, your boys are the ones that need the fucking leash. <laughs> He starts yelling, and Frank's like, dude, what are you doing? Why? He goes, I told you not to go over to Maggie Eagle Bears. Why'd you go over there? Did you get horny? <laughs> and he goes, and again, Frank was trying to tell him, like, don't, that's nothing. Don't don't worry about them. And he he always, every time Ray would find something, he would, that's ah, nothing, it's nothing. But then he goes, I told you not to go back out there. And then they're like, ah. Oh. So he's like, man, because even Ray goes like, what are we doing here? And he goes, well, we're looking for a murderer. We're here for um, an invest murder investigation on the red. That's why we're here. And Ray's like, "Man, fuck it. All right, let's let's find this guy and get the fuck out of here." Because he, at this point, he's just pissed because he just doesn't know what he start at this at this point. He's starting to believe. I don't know what to believe anymore because <laughs> there's so much going on, and he doesn't really he doesn't understand what's happening. Is 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 he doing right or is he? doing wrong with everyone else so but there's a more uh, more of them looking around Walter and Ray still trying to get it and Walter basically telling Ray like look you you need to listen to old man and you need to uh, listen to what's going on here on what's happening out here you need to look beyond what they're telling you and the, you'll find out what's going on did we pass the scene where uh, he's looking at the the footprints and he's basically telling 
Ray who they're looking for and giving them all like like the information. Yeah. Oh shit, I missed that part. Yeah, I love that scene, especially when he he basically reads Ray everything down to his shoes. He was like, "Yeah, they're a little tight on the instep, but man, do they make me look cool." He goes, "You're one of those uh, coffee uh, kelp drinking characters." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he told him he was like, "Look, because when he went to um oh to the to the riverbank, and he told him he goes, "Look," and he goes, "The guy, you, the guy you guys are searching for isn't the one who murdered Leo." And he goes, because he goes, I came here and the guy that did murdered him came back and cleaned up his uh, his tracks. But he left one. And that's when they found there was a footprint. And he told him and he goes, the guy, he goes, the guy you're looking for, he goes, he's a big son of a buck. Because uh, I guess uh, the way the imprint was uh, on, on, on the footprint. He goes, man, he goes, he goes this isn't Jimmy's. Um, or this isn't uh, Leo's footprint and he goes because he had a he said he had a really serious Indian walk that is hard to explain because there is an Indian walk <laughs> but uh, I, it, 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 me trying to describe it won't work but anyway and he goes the guy you're looking for is, is uh, walking heel toe because uh, with a heel it was it was a lot deeper than everything and he told him he said yeah he goes well Leo wasn't wasn't killed where, he, where his body's at. He was dumped there. He goes, he was shot here, uh, and then he was driven over there. And he mm-hmm. was like, he was driven in his own car because they found the, the tire tracks as well. And that's when, uh, yeah, at that point in the film, Ray was still like, he didn't, nothing, he didn't want nothing to do uh, with Walter. So, um, Oh, um, they uh, were still. Oh, uh, Frank told uh, Ray, he goes, "Look, you need to go out and just." Uh, he goes, "That old man knows something, so just go out there and just watch him." So Ray, there's a scene where Ray's out there watching him and doesn't really know what's going on. So he's just sitting there, and then uh, Walter comes up, picks up the old man, and takes him to a powwow. And uh, Ray gets Ray goes with him, and when he's talking to Walter, he's like, "What's this?" He goes, "Oh, it's, it's powwow. Everyone's just dancing and singing." So he's just kind of looking around, and uh, he starts telling him, "He's like, look, man. He goes, there's there's more going on here than uh, what they're telling you. So just listen to old man uh, and all that." But Ray is still like, "Fuck, I don't I don't know who to listen to. I don't know who to believe uh, and everything." So, um, but Walter tells. Um, Ray is like, look, man, because you need you need to come to the to old man's house tonight. He said the um, there's gonna be some ceremony. You need to come over and you need to hear it. So that's when Ray goes over there at night, and there's um, uh, old grandpa and uh, some other elders, and they're around a fire and they're singing. He's throwing in a cedar and whatever else in the fire, and he starts telling them uh, a story on what's going on. And then while Grandpa's telling the story, um, Ray he he's starting to see stuff. He has like a flashback of him as a little kid sitting on his father's lap, and uh, his his dad is a white guy, and he's throwing uh, just looking at the fire, but he looks like he's all drunk because his mom comes running up. Ray, Ray, uh, come over here. Uh, just 
give me, give me him. And he's like, don't, don't listen to your father. He, he's drunk. So Ray's just kind of like having this, this flashback vision type of thing uh, while the guys are around the fire uh, singing. But the old man is telling him about uh, what, what's, what's to come and what's, what his visions are and what he's seen. But Ray's just like, not, not having it. And then Ray kind of just, it's like so much is going on and he's, and he's starting to feel it. He jumps up and just kind of walks away. But then Walter goes after him. He's like, look, look, man. He goes, don't, don't fight it. Just, just go with it. Don't, don't be scared. And, and Ray's like, he can't believe what, what he saw and what's going on because he was starting to feel it. It looks like he was about to walk off a cliff, but uh, Mm, Walter, Walter grabbed him. Whoa, 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 where are you going? And then Ray's just like, and he goes, look, man, he goes like, don't fight it. He goes, just, he goes, I know you're scared. He goes, I'm scared too, but don't, don't, don't fight it. Cause he, he knew Walter knew what Ray, Ray saw something uh, when he was talking. Cause just, just on, on how his demeanor was and how he was when they were sitting around the fire. But Ray gets all mad, like get the fuck away from me and pulls out his gun. And then the old man starts talking, knock it off, knock it off. You're acting like a two old women. <laughs> and everybody's like, he speaks English. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, only when he's pissed off. <laughs> and he goes, hey, come inside and watch TV. <laughs> so they come in. All right, whatever. So at this point, Ray's starting to like, all right, I'm. he's feeling that native side. That's how I took it. <laughs> so, but... Um, he goes out uh, back to Maggie Eagle Bears. This is when she's taking samples of the um, of the water that she was going to take, and uh, he's he's telling her, and he goes, she goes, he 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 does. He goes, I remember uh, my father, and then she because um, he goes, he called me um, Washi, and she like looked at him like, okay, whatever. And he's like, um, he goes, he goes, my dad drank himself to death. He goes. He was. He was crazy. He uh, built skyscrapers with, without a harness uh, and everything. And then she's like, "Well," she goes, "Well, that's who you are and everything." And he's like, "All right." And because um, when they oh earlier uh, they found um, uh, the car that they were looking for because when when uh, Walter told Ray that um, Jimmy or uh, Leo was killed uh, in the li- in the river and. Uh, his car uh, disappeared. Um, Walter found it, and it was like uh, in the river, like somebody drove it into the river. But uh, it must have been low tide or something, because the top of the car was sticking out. And when they were digging uh, in the car, when they pulled it out of the water, they opened up the trunk and uh, they pulled out like a jean jacket. And Ray was digging in it, and he found uh, a little ticket for a raffle. Mm-hmm. So he kind of just took that and stuck it in his pocket and said, ah, there's nothing. So that's when he went back out to Maggie Eagle Bears and said, look, um, I did some research. And he goes, this ticket was a raffle at a benefit concert you guys had. And he goes, like, this is the only evidence we have right now to 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 get a solid case. And he goes, if you can tell me who bought this ticket. And he goes, we'll find out who, um, who murdered uh, Leo. And she's kind of like. She wants to help him, but she doesn't want to help him because she's kind of like, look, man, I don't have time to help you. I'm trying to I got I'm fighting something else. 
and I don't have time to help you with your murder investigation. So, but she ends up taking the ticket and, uh, um, uh, Oh, um, the, uh, she takes her samples and then she takes off and then, uh, Ray and Walter are still dealing with it. Um, when, um, Grandpa tells, uh, oh, no, no, no. Well, Ray goes back out to Grandpa's house, and um, while he's sitting there watching Grandpa at night, somebody shoots at him, at Ray, in his truck. And uh, he, he jumps out of it, and then he doesn't really know what's going on. And then uh, next scene, morning time come, all the FBI there, and they're, like, scouring the area, trying to look for um, uh, any kind of evidence. So they're like, whoa. He goes, like, fuck, I, I don't know. Uh, they don't know what's going on, but Frank's talking to Ray. Ray's walking around looking, um, but the old man is standing there, and he kind of nudges over to Ray, come over, and he walks over and goes, what? And uh, Grandpa's like a little, because um, earlier in the film, he uh, he hustled Ray out of his Ray-Bans <laughs> for, a, yeah. for a rock. <laughs> So when he's standing there, uh, he wanted Ray's watch earlier in the film, and he keeps uh, Grandpa's tapping his wrist, and he's like, no, I'm not giving you my watch, because he got it from his Grandpa. So he pulls out a pin and gives it to to Grandpa, and then Grandpa's, he's holding something, and he opens his hand and hands him uh, a shell casing, and he looks at it, and he goes, oh, shit, this is like federal issue, and he kind of just sticks it in his pocket, and Frank walks over. What do you want? Ah, just, just some money. Yeah, go, going back to the watch, I like how he tried to say his grandma gave it to him. It's yeah. a family heirloom, and then uh, Walter's telling grandpa that it, it's a Rolex. <laughs> so Frank is out there telling him, like, "Hey man, let, let's let's go for a ride." And that that's when Ray, like, "What are we doing here? What, what's happening?" And then they told him, "We're just trying to investigate something." I know we're looking for Jimmy. So um, Ray goes to well, cause he Ray had figured out something was happening. He goes to the, the room where Frank is, where he where had all his his file cases, and that's when he started digging around and stuff. And he found a uh, a rap sheet on um, Richard Yellowhawk, and he looked at it, and he, there was paroled. Said it was paroled and everything, and it was like filed. When he flipped it over to look at it, it said "Do not file." Cause it was all classified stuff. So he kind of, he goes, all right. Um, when uh, Val went back to his room, he got an envelope and he opened it and he realized it was evidence that he needed. Now Maggie got found out who that ticket was from. But when he's looking in his room, he hears something. Um, earlier in the film, um, grandpa had, um, he knew, that uh, Leo was going to die because when uh, Walter was telling him, he goes, look, he goes, old man said he saw Owl and Ray's like, so? And he goes, Owl, Owl was a messenger. He goes, it, it means uh, if you see one, someone's going to die. And he goes, that's how he found out Leo was going to die. So when uh, Ray's in the, in, the, in the bathroom or in, in the motel room, he hears something. He goes over to the bathroom, pulls out his gun and he hears something. He opens up the the curtain to the shower, and there's a, uh, an owl sitting in the windowsill. And then it just kind of flew off. So Ray's like, "Wow, what the fuck?" So um, he goes over back to old man's house, 
And when he goes in, Jimmy's sitting there. Jimmy looks twice. And he's like... Feel about that place? Can I get a straight answer around here? It's a power deal. Fast Elk found out, so they killed him. Well, they're gonna kill you if you if you stay here now. Come on, let's go. Well, sometimes they have to kill us. They have to kill us. Because they can't break our spirit. Look, I don't have to do this. You don't have any choice. I'm trying to help you people. Now, why won't you accept that? It's in our DNA. You have to do what old man says. What makes you such a threat? We choose the right to be who we are. We know the difference between the reality of freedom and the illusion of freedom. There's a way to live with Earth and a way not to live with Earth. We choose the way of Earth. It's about power, Ray. What are you doing here? Because you got to get out of here. If they find you, they're going to kill you. And then that's when Jimmy comes out and goes, he goes, he goes, he goes then that, that's, that's how it's going to be. He goes, like, yeah. He goes, sometimes they have to kill us. And he goes, they have to kill us because they can't break our spirit. And that's when he tells him, he goes, he goes, there's two ways to live with Earth. Live with, uh, those are the people, the reality of freedom or the people that, uh, that just live with what's going on uh, in the world. But, or that's, but he basically told him, he goes, look, he, goes, I'm, he's, he was willing to die for, for the cause, for what was, going, to what was going on to get the truth out there, to what's happening on the res. So they were getting ready to smoke the pipe. And uh, Ray was about to sit down with him and, and, and go along. But this is when the FBI comes charging in and he pulls out his gun and, and they got Jimmy. So they're like, all right, well, we got him. He's arrested. So they uh, they take him into custody. But um, Ray is still like, like, fuck, man, he, he knows something's going on there that uh, Frank's not. T- no, he's not telling mm-hmm. um, while he's. um out and about Ray, he kind of stops somewhere and uh, he falls asleep. Uh, he goes to the, the Wounded Knee Memorial uh, and he, or no, he's just sitting in his car and during the day and he, he falls asleep, but when in his, in his, in his dream he's at the Wounded Knee Memorial he goes, he's walking over and he's looking at uh, the, the site and then he hears something and he turns around and it's an old army soldier come running over the hill on a horse and is pointing his gun. Ray reaches down for his gun, but it's not there. So he just turns around and starts running. As he's running along, there's some um, uh, native uh, native women running with their holding babies and ho- holding hands with their little girls while the soldier is coming. And then the soldier rides up on him and then shoots. But then he, when the gunshot, he wakes up. And he's like, fuck, what the, what the hell was that? And that's when he goes to the Wounded Knee Memorial and sees what's going on. He he kind of digs or he he sees the, the monument and he moves it and he sees uh, Thunderheart um, or after well, that was after um, when they, they caught Jimmy because when um, uh, when they were at the house when they arrested Jimmy uh, Grandpa came out and told him a story he's like look he goes 
he goes, um, there was a, he goes, the blood that's pumping through your heart, it comes from, from the, uh, fuck, I can't remember how the story went. But basically told him who he was. Mm-hmm. Told him, told him uh, the story about Thunderheart. He was uh, a hero uh, to the, to the Lakota people. Or the Sioux people, and uh, he told them Lakota Sioux. Sorry, uh, he told them. He goes like, yeah. He goes, he goes back. Um, uh, he said, uh, Grandpa told me, he was like, I was one year old when uh, when a wounded knee happened. When the soldiers came, he said it killed three hundred people, uh, but he but he survived. But he he was just a baby. But when when the, you you pass on your stories and everything, so he knew. So he told him because yeah, there was a there was a warrior called Thunderheart, and he goes and the blood of him is running through through you. And he goes, he died. The Thunderheart died running for the stronghold. And he goes and he's telling him he goes that's the blood that's running through your heart. So he told him he goes look he goes run for the stronghold. He goes this the soldiers are coming. So that's when Ray's like, so much is happening. What's going on is finally starting to fall into place. That's when he has the vision of him running uh, with the with the old ones. Um, so when uh, Walter is with Ray and they go they go driving out uh, onto the res, and then Ray's telling him uh, of what he saw and what he had, the vision that he had, and then Walter's looking at him and he goes. He goes, you were running with the old ones at the knee. And he's like, yeah. He goes, but I don't know what that means. And Walter goes, man, he goes, you had a vision. <laughs> I, like, I like how irritated he is. Yeah, he was like, he goes, some people go their whole lives and don't uh, don't have a vision. And he was basically talking about himself. And he goes, and he goes, but but you have one. He goes, along comes this instant Indian. And he goes, and an FBI, <laughs> an FBI agent to boot. And Ray's like, well, fuck, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> so as they're, as they're riding along, he goes, all right, because they want they need to go to, to Red Deer Table. That's where Grandpa told them to go. So when they get, they finally get there, they stop. It is all at night. They walk up and they're looking around. And uh, they, they, they find some holes in the ground. And then this is when Walter tells the good thing. They were digging for uranium. They were mining, uh, test sites, uh, for uranium. Cause when they dig in one, there's all this sludge in there and he goes, oh, it's sealant. And he tells them that they're digging for uranium. So like, he's like, fuck. And so Walter realized that this is what's going on. And Ray is starting to put two and two together. Uh, they hear some noises and it's just some coyotes off in the distance. So they walk over there to see, cause they're around something. And when they walk over, they see a body lane in, in, in the ditch. So they walk over, and then when they flip it over, it's Maggie Eagle Bear. So they're like, he's like, fuck, both of them are. So he's like, all these people that are finding out what's going on are ending up dead. Um, so, uh, oh, this is when the scene when Ray goes uh, and finds um, uh, Richard uh, Yellowhawk. The guy that's in a wheelchair, he goes up to him and tells him, like, hey, um, he asks him, well, how long you been in that wheelchair? And he goes, ah, since uh, two Wasichus uh, put a metal pipe across his knees. And he goes, oh, that was in Leavenworth. And he's like, yeah. So he's talking to him and he goes, like, all right. Well, and he goes, look, he goes, he was telling him, he goes, look, he goes, I know what's going on. 
And he, and he basically told him, he goes, I know you're the one uh, that's a part of this. You're helping out and what's going on. And then uh, Richard Yellowhawk is like, look, man, he goes, they told me that if I helped him, uh, I wouldn't see any of you guys again, see any of you FBI agents again. He goes, but look, now you're in my house. And Ray's like, all right, man. He goes, I know you can walk, so get up <laughs> out of that seat. It, it did not take much for him to start talking. No, man. He Well, he was scared. Yeah. Because everyone else is dis- people that didn't know are dying. So he was, he didn't know. He didn't know who to trust. But he, he was telling him, because when he's telling him, look, man, he goes, I did what you guys told me to do. He goes, if I didn't do what I was, what you guys wanted me to do, it was back to the pen. And if, if I don't keep my mouth shut, it's back to the pen. And he goes like, so, he goes, well, who did you talk to? And he goes, well, it was Suits. And he's like, well, do you remember who? He goes like, no. And because he, he tell him, he goes, oh, he goes, ask Frank. And he goes, Frank. And he goes, Frank could tell. And he goes, he was there. He goes, yeah, Frank's the one that set it up. And because he was like, oh, man, because he was telling him, he was like, look, man, because before he had told me, before he ran it out, Frank, he was like, look, man, because I did what you guys told me. He goes, I killed him. He goes, I killed Leo Fastel. And he goes, with your, with your fucking hardware. And and they're showing all this while he's telling, uh, while while Leo is telling Ray what's going on. We see um, uh, Richard uh, Yellowhawk driving in, in Leo's car, hanging out of the side with, I don't know what kind of rifle that was. And he's the one that killed um, Leo Fastel, basically because the FBI told him, look, man, we'll let you out of jail if you do something for us. And that's what. He was supposed to do. He goes. He, he, they wanted him to kill Leo Fastelk, uh, rile everybody up uh, on the res, the the traditionalists as well as the the goons and everybody. Get them everybody uh, up and up in arms. And that was basically just the the, the murder case was just be, to keep to to get everyone to keep their minds occupied on on people being murdered and not on what was really going on with them trying to. Uh, to dig up uranium and uh, and all that on the res, so that's why all those guys uh, were ending up dead. And they're basically telling him, "Look, you people that are finding out about all this are, are ending up dead." That's why Leo was dead, and that's why uh, Maggie was uh, was killed. So, but when Richard was was yelling at him, he goes, "Look, man," he goes, "You're not FBI." He goes, "I want to speak to Frank," and then that's when Ray like just shoves his gun in his face and he goes, "All right, all right," <laughs> so. He's like, he takes off, and then that's when he goes back to Walter, and he tells them what's going on. And uh, I think that's when they found Maggie. After all this, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but yeah. um, they, uh, when Walter finds out, and and then they go, well, we got to go get, we have to go get Richard Yellowhawk because he he he's our only witness at this point that knows everything. So they go back to his house. And when they open up the door, uh, Leo's or uh, Richard's uh, sitting in his wheelchair, and I guess they slit his throat. So he's dead. So they're like, "Fuck!" But they tried to they they tried to make it the uh, the them to Looked believe like he that killed himself. That and it was arm because when they go in there, there's there's blood on the ground and it's a circle with a feather in it, mm. and they wrote arm on there. So they're like, "Fuck!" Well, he's dead. There's uh pretty much our, our number one our witness. So they're going outside, and here come all the trucks, uh, the the goons and everything. So they go walking out, and they're like, "Fuck." And then they just pull out their guns, start shooting, have a good big shootout, and they jump in their car and haul ass uh, uh, all over the res. And uh, they were heading for the stronghold because that's where Grandpa told them to go. So while they're racing, their Frank's uh, on on the CB like, "Come on, man, what are you doing?" 
And then uh, this is when Ray plays uh, the recording of him talking to Richard Yellowhawk, saying that it was Frank Utell that had him kill him. And uh, what's his name? Jack Milton, Fred Ward's character, is riding along with Frank, and he's like just looking at him. He's listening to all this that's being broadcast on the radio, and he's looking at him sideways like. Yeah, it gives him that classic Fred Ward, the fuck is going on look. Yeah, I mean. This is this is where I, I kind of put two and two together. Like Jack Milton, the the tribal chairman, he was going along with, with what was, what the FBI was telling him, but he didn't realize that they he didn't know that they were doing all this uranium digging on the res. They were probably telling him one thing, basically telling him, "Yeah, uh, we're just here to search for a murderer, and uh, we need your help." But when he when when he was playing that tape. Jack was looking at him sideways like, you motherfucker, man, you're telling me one thing and this guy's saying this now. And there was proof, too, because earlier in the film, uh, when Ray went to talk to Maggie Eagle Bear and then he was talking to Frank, he goes, well, give me the tape. And he goes, what? And he goes, always get tape when you talk to someone. So that's why he, he recorded Richard Yellowhawk. So they're, they're hauling ass down the down the down the Riz still. I mean, good driver. I don't know if you guys have driven on a dirt road, but if you're going top speed, and you're going to start the fishtail <laughs> on that loose gravel. Uh, so um, they go hauling ass, and then they just kind of crash in a little ditch, and then they go running towards a stronghold. Uh, and then when they get there, it's like too late. They, they weren't going to make it. Uh, all those fucking Frank and all the gang and, and the goons and tribal police and everybody show up. And they like, oh, we're like, fuck. But then Frank walks over to him. And he's like, what are you doing? And he goes, and he's like, that's when Ray, like, telling him, he goes, look, and he goes, people know. And he goes, and he goes, and everyone that finds out, you kill him. And that's when he tells him, he goes, look, he goes, he was, yeah, he started yelling. He goes, you know what they're doing on your land? And he goes, they're up there digging for uranium. And he goes, this isn't, this, he goes, this was, this wasn't a murder case. And he goes, this was like a, a land deal. Because then uh, Ray's yelling. He's starting to yell. And he goes, he goes they're going to destroy your land. And nobody's going to have anything anymore. And then he, that's when he told him. He goes, Look, he goes, people know. And he goes, and you're going to kill everyone uh, that knows uh, the truth. And then Frank's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. But um, Jack Milton and those guys, when Jack Milton yelled out to, to Ray, when Ray's telling him what was what was up, what was going on, what was really going on uh, in this case, Red Jack's like, he's lying. And he's like, no, he's not. And he's like, go up there for your own self to Red Deer table and see what's going on. And then Frank's like, fuck. And uh, Walter and Ray are like, Ray's like, man, fuck it. And he goes, look, you can't kill all of us. So Ray, Ray kind of turns around and starts walking. And then they're getting ready to shoot all the FBI guys and the tribal police and the goons. Everyone's got rifles pointed at Ray and Frank. And then all of a sudden they hear something and they look up onto the into the mountains. And it's all the traditionalists, all the people that were down for the cause. Even old grandma was up there with a rifle standing on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all pointing their, their guns at the... Uh, that everyone, I, I don't know the laws, uh, but point, I'm pretty sure pointing a gun at the FBI is, is a no-no. <laughs> but there were so many of them up there. There was like, if they would have shot Ray and Walter, they would have just basically gunned down uh, all those guys and everything. So, but uh, Ray just told them, like, look, 
because you we know so it's it, that's it basically Ray got fired <laughs> and everything I'm surprised they uh, I would like to know more of the story because that, that's where it ended Ray's, Ray's fired and he tells Walter look hey I'm out of here I gotta go deal with what I'm gonna deal with in Washington um, but and Walter's telling him, look man he goes if you ever need to clear your head and listen to the wind he goes, you always got a place here. You got a home here, so come back. But then Ray is like, all right, man. They kind of shake hands. And uh, Grandpa's there. He walks over to him. And then he, uh, Ray just takes his wristwatch off and hands it to Grandpa. And Grandpa just puts it in his pocket and gives him the, all right, that's that's it. And then he kind of looks away. Ray walks back to the car. He looks in his car, and there's uh, the, the pipe that was in there that uh, Grandpa had. And he looks at him, and he's he's all happy about it, and that's pretty much your movie right there. But a lot was going on in this, and it was, I mean, they found. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't kill Ray. Who did? I mean, that's why I'd like to know more of the story. Did they kill him <laughs> later on down the line when he's trying to figure out what was when? Because he obviously has to to answer to the higher ups in the FBI on what yeah. was going on. Because they kind of made it seem like he just walked away from the FBI. And, yeah. and didn't he say he was going to try to get in contact with Maggie's uh, media contacts? Yeah, because he was uh, going to tell them what was going on. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was just going to be that easy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to know what happened. I mean, obviously, Frank would tell nothing happened to him. Slap him on the wrist, send him on the next assignment. But I wanted to know about uh, Jack Milton, Fred Ward's character, the tribal chairman. I'm sure they found out, did their re- their own research and found out what was going on, what they were being told was bullshit. What 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 did they do? Were they still the ones trying to stop all the traditionalists uh, of just trying to be traditional? And because they obviously didn't want anyone doing it. But I think it was just they were they were getting the fed. Uh, all the bullshit from the FBI and they were just going right along with it. But mm. again, this, this, this story is all too true. Um, it happens and some people don't think it is, but yeah, I mean, uh, Jimmy looks twice. John Trudell said it best. And he goes, look, man, he goes, he goes, they have to kill him because they can't, they have to kill us because they can't, they won't break our spirit. And it's like when you find out the truth and the only way they're going to keep you quiet is by killing you. And so, I mean, again, people don't want to believe this type of stuff happens uh, in, in America and that happens on indigenous land. There's a lot of stuff that goes on that they, that they try to hide, sweep under the rug. I mean, even if you watch, um, I think it's called Incident at... Incident at Wounded Knee, I think that's what it's called, because there was that was there was a huge thing going on out there, or even uh, when they occupied uh, Alcatraz uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go look up all, all this type of stuff. There's tons of documentaries on everything and yeah. uh, what's going on. Yeah, the information's so, out there. Yeah, you just gotta find it for yourself. Um, there's videos on YouTube, things to read, but then they all they all say. Uh, people that are that that are gonna tell you that ah, that's bullshit. That didn't happen. But 
I don't know. I can't say it did. I can't say it didn't. I wasn't there at these things, but this type of stuff happens. It's sad to say, and it's sad some people don't think so. They think that what happens on the res is nothing. I mean, it's America. One way or another, we're all Americans. So this this is our home, and the lands that uh, the indigenous people got back. Sometimes it's just small. Like here, the reservation I live on, it's small. Compared to where my parents are from, huge. Navajo Nation is, is the biggest reservation in the United States. So, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, they basically just took people here. Here's your land. Stay there. Hmm. And, and after they raped and stole everything else. Um, but there's tons of movies out there. But this this is one of those ones. A lot of people say, ah, oh, it's just Hollywood bullshit. Now, nah, this, this, some of it was, but... Uh, it speaks a lot of truth in this one. So, I mean, even the the, the last film, or not, I think it was a couple of films ago, Clear Cut. I mean, look into that one if you guys haven't seen that movie. Read on what goes on uh, up there uh, when when they're clear cutting trees and what they're doing, especially on, on native lands. So there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. And um, a lot of people, they don't, they, they, again, it's not going to be in the news. It's not going to be in the newspaper. It's just a lot of stuff that happens that they try to keep on the under. And then they did. They just want to keep that from the people. So, but there's people out there that know and they go out there and they're loud and proud about it. But I mean, like in this film, the people that knew stuff, they ended up dead and sad to say that type of stuff happens as well. Um, so will it ever stop? Probably not, but we're still here as the indigenous people of this land and we are going to fight for it. I mean, there's wars going on all over the place. There's a war going on right now, but the war going on here, the war going on in America uh, with indigenous land, or just the war amongst Americans itself. I mean, there's everybody's separated into this, into that. I mean, war war is, to me, is, is not good. What's going on now over on the other side of the world is is, is fucked up, but um, there's there's stuff going on here in our country, and people don't want to talk about it. Some people don't think it's happening, but no. it is. But this is Austin film. If you guys haven't seen it, I know I spoiled the whole thing, but uh, definitely uh, check it out for yourself. You got stars that's streaming on there. Seems to be the only place it's streaming. But yeah, I remember when when it first came after it started doing its uh, cable run, it was on like HBO and everything, like all the mm-hmm. time. Um, quick story: the guy that played uh, Richard Yellowhawk, uh, Julius Drum, I met him in San Francisco one time. He was uh, a little tipsy, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we talked. About it. it looks like he's only done uh, two two uh, two films, but uh, he was cool. Um, we had just did uh, this is during my hip hop days. We, we did a show, and uh, I guess he was there because when we were leaving, it's like, oh man, you guys are awesome. Da, 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 this, this, and that. And I was looking at him. I was like, fuck, that's uh, Richard Yellowhawk. I, I, this is just what I was saying in my head. And then uh, he was like, yeah, man, you guys are awesome. And because uh, we had a drum, uh, one of my buddies, Joe, he's uh, one of the Young Eagle singers. He was there and he was playing the drum, traditional drum before uh, we played. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, man, come on, let's sing. Let's just set the drum right here on the on the on the cement and start drumming." And he started singing. 
but he was all drunk. <laughs> and we were like, well, that's cool, man. Right on. I, my Mike was with us and Mike knew who he was. And then he goes, yeah, you guys see Thunderheart? He goes, yeah, I'm in that movie. I was the guy in the wheelchair. And we're like, all oh, right, on, cool. <laughs> so, but yeah, check out Thunderheart if you guys got uh, stars. But all right, Bri, you're up. All right. In honor of the man himself, the bad guy, Scott Hall, we are going to do Scarface, 1983's crime drama. In honor of the real bad guy. Make way for the bad guy. <laughs> What's that on? This is streaming on Peacock. Oh, it is. Okay, I just noticed that. I remember it was on Netflix, but it was gone. Um, this isn't one of those ones with ads, is it? Because I'm uh, Peacock. Oh, it's uh, weird. <laughs> Peacock is weird like that. I was gonna watch a movie like, oh, cool. Turned it on and an ad started up, and I was like, wait. Didn't, didn't I fucking upgrade and have no ads? And I did some research. Some of them still mm-hmm. do. That's how they get you. I was like, oh. But, all right, everyone. Yeah, come back uh, for Scarface. We probably won't run through that one like we do as usual. Everyone knows that movie. <laughs> so, um, But, uh, yeah. Um, oh, E-Society, we just dropped a uh, new episode. Episode 247, I believe. And um, we have a new, uh, a new show for the Skater Nest Podcast Network. And um, Brian, you want to let everyone know? You know more than me about this. Yeah, it's uh, called ESP Shorts. It's going to focus on short films uh, of all varieties, horror, action, thriller. And the first episode coming out is a short film. I believe they described it as a drama thriller titled uh, Adlib. You can uh, definitely uh, find that on uh, YouTube to watch it for free. Awesome film. And check out the, the episode. How long was the film? I want to say between three to five minutes. Oh, okay. Shit, it's not long. Really sure. Well, I'll have to watch it before I listen to your review. But yeah, that episode right now, episode one of ESP Shorts is up right now. So definitely go over to Skater Nest Pod, Podcast Network, wherever you listen to um, your podcast and download the episode. Like and subscribe to everything dealing with uh, myself, um, East Society. Uh, download the new episode, 247. Go over to YouTube, like and subscribe to our page. Follow us on TikTok at uh, East Society Pod and follow us on Instagram. I'm having issues with Instagram right now, but our, our page is up. But uh, as soon as I can get that situation, just Eat Society Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Eat Society Pod, and Magnus Pod, uh, at the Zisu. Follow us on Instagram again, um, at the Zisu, at Magnus, Eat Society Podcast. I think I'm going to have to start my own um, pod, Magnus Podcast page. Oh, absolutely. Mine is private, everyone, because of. I'd have my grandsons and all that shit on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, also follow uh, our other Instagram pages at Blue Ray Nez and at Blue Ray Taylor. Um, we just throw uh, movies and shit on there. And um, yeah, TikTok. I need to do some more of those, uh, more reviews and just random shit that, I, that I'm out there doing, uh, as well as Zisu. And oh, also listen to the latest 
another new episode, another new show for the Horror Returns Network. Um, Brian, go for it. <laughs> <Let him know. laughs> uh, it. It's a new thing I'm I'm doing. I'm trying I'm trying to get better at this. I, I know it's it's been almost six years, but I I feel like I can improve. So going at it on my own with uh, THR quick reviews. They're going to be a little five to 10 minute, maybe 15. Who knows? I tend to babble on sometimes, but yeah, uh, got two episodes out, uh, as the village sleeps and meander. Where's meander streaming? Uh, both are Amazon prime. Okay. I need to check. I've only listened to the first one, but now I need to watch the movie. Uh, Meander, that one sounds cool. I looked at the poster, so I'm like, uh, yeah. But um, everything for dealing with uh, the horror returns, um, just go into the show notes of the episodes. Go to follow um, or join the Horror Returns Facebook group or go to thehorrorreturns.com for everything the horror returns. Also, uh, like or subscribe to Stream Fiends on Facebook as well as The Action Returns. And follow us on Instagram at The Action Returns. There's not a Stream Fiend one, is there? Yeah. Oh, there is? Oh, is it at Stream Fiends or? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, it's, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> THR <laughs> Stream Fiends. <laughs> That's what it is on Instagram. And uh, also uh, follow uh, The Action Returns on Twitter. And uh, everything else, but yeah, uh, go over and listen to New East Society, as well as um, ESP Shorts, and go go listen to my last uh, Magnus podcast episode one something I can't remember the whole uh, it's actually the live show that I did in uh, Oklahoma, so check that out. So um, you got a lot to listen to, and uh, yeah, there's gonna be more. So come back next week for more. We talk about Scarface, and yeah, that's it. So until then, be safe out there and uh, party on. And make sure you're good to each other.